excited? Okay. You're excited? So am yeah. I. Oh. <laughs> I've been waiting to do this for so long, but oh. I'm so glad we're, we're doing this now. Hi guys, welcome to The One Podcast. It's with your host, Aki. And today I have a guest with me. She is a woman of many things, as far as I'm aware, like from when I first met her till now, like she's doing so many things. I don't even know what she's doing now. <laughs> Last time I spoke to her, she was in Thailand. So now she's back. Uh, so I don't know. She does many things. So my guest today is Lois. Hi, Lois. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for me. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to have you on my podcast. Thank you. I was so scared to ask you as well. I think you remember. Yeah, I, I don't like, know what? why. I, like, I lo- you know I love stuff like this. I love anything <laughs> like creative and stuff. So, yeah. I was literally just like, should I ask Lois? And I was like even nervous when I messaged. I was like, she's a- oh, she- Aki, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you I don't be nervous. I don't know Nothing. why because I've known you for so long but I was still thinking like she might be like what a weirdo why is she asking yeah. me no it's like I really wanted to do it because I always re- like listen to podcasts and stuff but then I'm always like how do people do podcasts it just blows my mind and then like it's good to see the inside of it all so I know it's yeah, so technical like before that. before we even started I was saying that this is also technical for me I'm just like what the hell am I doing yeah. half of the time I don't even know what I'm doing I'm just like yeah I'm just gonna go with the go with the flow right yeah. now we make it seem very but, easy and profesh so oh I hey. love them they're really natural I, just I try chatting. I try yeah just you know just you're try. a natural Aww, <laughs> natural born chatter <laughs> I know (laughs) literally you should know that you know like so we're gonna talk about how we met and how we know one another so Lois has her latte and I think wine next to her so we're all (laughs) ready to go I'm yeah I was really tired before I keep having like afternoon naps as well in lockdown oh my god it's so bad it's good but it's bad (laughs) I keep having like little nanny naps like you know yeah but yeah we've got all of our beverages next to us I have my herbal tea as well so I don't know what it is what is it it's elderberry and etchini I don't know what it is I don't know what it is but it it smells nice so it hopefully tastes nice so Lois do you want to tell them how we know each other yeah how you met so I met Aki when um I can't remember like the exact day and everything but we were both working in was it so it was Selfridges wasn't it in Oxford Street Selfridges Selfridges yeah yeah um and you was um uh, you was a mobile makeup artist wasn't you I think yeah, so I was placed at one place and um, you guys actually needed help. So yeah. I, I, I was like, I volunteer. <laughs> so, <laughs> you were so good though. We always loved you coming in. You brought so much energy. We're like, yay, Aki's in today. Um, but yeah, I, was, I moved to London from Manchester to um, work in beauty really. And I was working on Selfridges, Estee Lauder counter on Oxford Street. So it was manic, wasn't it? yeah um, it was, it was literally good. insane it was good and we had such a good team as well all the girls were amazing um I know it was like when I think about it, I'm just like that was the best time ever I know yeah it was so good and we had um, so much fun yeah I know and it was when um we launched Estee Edit as well so you came in and helped with that um yeah which was good because that was like a breath of fresh air wasn't it in Estee Lauder 
so yeah. it was really good I missed that brand but yeah we were working together on that and um did you eventually work full-time in Selfridges then you came yeah, in a lot yeah 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 I was working full-time at one yeah. point um I was working with you guys a lot and then it then I went back to uni so then I let well left and then I went back and then whenever you guys like had events and stuff like that I would be there or if you guys needed you know extra support and help then yeah. I would just like I would be there what did you do but at again, uni again biomedical science that's it yeah I was always like wow I used to be amazed because <laughs> you used to come in and your hair didn't I used to go on about your hair so much <laughs> I, I remember like, you saying oh. like your hair I know do you still get it done by Nikki yeah I do oh I still get my so good. yeah she's I still get my hair done by Nick she yeah. she's she's amazing yeah. I think when when I started um when I was working in Selfridges um it was just like a different vibe like yeah, yeah. we were all we all just got along so well and it wasn't one of those type of things and I feel like a lot of people have this um mindset perception. that yeah like this kind of like you know perception and this mindset based on the fact that all beauty girls are just such bitches <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like it's just because like you know I feel like they feel I I don't know like I don't feel like we felt it that much because we were so chilled so we didn't really notice if if people were just like you know feeling a certain way towards us yeah do you know yeah. what I mean we just had a good time didn't we when we worked together it was good and then I think um, yeah I think I was I don't know if I was um I was manager then when you was working I don't know I can't remember oh my god I've been in London for like four years and I literally can't remember I don't know what I've been doing I've done so much <laughs> just been like no, I think <laughs> I think you was. I think you was. Yeah, for edit, you was. Um, but yeah, estate edit was something else. Like it was really a nice, like it was a nice. It was basically like a sister brand of Estee Lauder, but for the younger generation. Yeah. And like there was so much like different things, like quirky colors, quirky lipsticks, and we had so much fun. Like literally, we would just do makeovers. Yeah. (laughs) We'd be like, well, it's just a. I loved that that. part of my job like I didn't feel like I was working at all it was just so fun and um it it was just like one of those friendship groups where like I can't like I won't see you or speak to you for like six months or a year (laughs) and then like we'd all meet up and it'd just be like the same yeah it never felt like even now like we haven't spoken properly in a really long time so for me it really doesn't feel like I haven't spoken to you in so long because I feel like we're still in touch in a way like I'm still seeing what you're doing yeah like I'm still seeing what you're doing and like you know we would just talk here and there and stuff like that but it was one of those things where you're the team that we were with they were more than the team it was more like a family yeah and you know everyone was just there and it was really fun yeah I I I loved it and I thought it was really good as well like literally every day I would come in and there would be something going on and we would just be cracking our heads off (laughs) you know what I mean so I think I think when you're working in such a big store like Selfridges you naturally feel like oh my god it's gonna be mental today because it is like Selfridges is one of those places where for you to get like one minute to breathe (laughs) it's Mm. hard because it's so fast-paced you're literally going 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 you're not it's like you don't even stop at one point 
because it's just so busy and and now it's crazy because I'm sat at home working from home and I'm like how did I have the energy to go to Selfridges every day on my feet sometimes in heels like like dotting around everywhere all day speaking to people constantly all day I don't know how we didn't burn out because now I'm at home and even just walking up to the just walking up to the shops I'm like oh oh my god (laughs) it's oh my god it was the worst it was the what like now you know like some because obviously we're not well obviously because of this whole lockdown situation we're not talking as much so now that like you know now that we're having to talk it's like my mouth yeah social skills have just gone down the drain haven't they literally I feel like tired talking sometimes I'm just like I can't do this anymore (laughs) how am I going to speak to Aki for an hour today oh my god I don't think I've spoken to anyone that long in ages I know it's one of those things and also it's like I'm I made a separate family out of that whole situation as well so literally like you guys like that every time someone says to me did you like selfridges i was like the best thing that ever happened to me in selfridges were the girls like mm. you know so it's, it's it's so amazing how how time has gone and like i'm seeing everyone just like flourish now and i'm just like oh, oh this is yeah so, nice so true I know. I know yeah literally that's how we met we met at work <laughs> <laughs> after selfridges i moved to another um store you was a pro artist as well for lauder wasn't you yeah so i got on the pro team when i moved to london so i moved to london worked in selfridges um and then went into management and i kind of knew that management wasn't what i wanted to do i'm not a natural born leader really um (laughs) i'm more like creative i think he was a good manager yeah only because i just like let everyone do what they want (laughs) and was like super chill and yeah, when it come down to like managing people and doing like um when it when some when I whenever somebody was being like, you know, shit, a little shit, that was hard. <laughs> they were my friends as yeah. well. So um yeah, so then I got onto the pro team at the same time as Taylor. So the UK I say Lord UK pro team um was like a new thing. They were trying to make it like mm. a Charlotte Tilbury kind of vibe where they have the pro artist, Bobby Brown. Um and me and Taylor um got onto the pro team and yeah it was so good the pro team um I learned so much it was insane like we did um work on campaigns um we did fashion week um we went to New York to meet all the other pro artists from across the world so it was it was sick it was so good but I, Sounds amazing. It, yeah, it was so good. But I, I loved it, and I loved doing makeup and artistry. But it, there was just like a feeling in me, like it wasn't what I was supposed to do. It was weird. Like I just didn't want to do it anymore. Um. Yeah. But I think that was more the retail side. I just, I just got to the point where I just didn't like the retail side anymore, because that was yeah. more like sales. Yeah. Um. And it's completely different, isn't it? Like if you want to do more like editorial makeup um being in a retail environment sometimes isn't the one you lose your social life like the hours I couldn't go on holiday with my friends or see family I couldn't like it was a nightmare trying to get back to Manchester to see family um yeah luckily I started to do my own rotor though which was good so I could like rotor in a weekend off or something now and again but yeah it just became draining like having two days off a week and not being able to do anything on the weekends it was too much I just wanted 
I remember getting to the point where I was like, all I want is a Monday to Friday job, and I never thought I'd say that. Um, but yeah, the, it was it's weird though. It depends like where you are and what company you're with and stuff. But when I was in Selfridges with you guys, it's the girls that you work with, like you said, like they make such a difference. I didn't feel like I was working at all. Um, it's the team that makes a massive difference yeah you know you could be somewhere and you could hate it but literally when you go into work with the people that you enjoy being with it can just change everything like you'll be like oh you know yeah it's one of those type of things where the people make a difference as well Mm. and I also feel like you know it gets especially when you're working in a high profile place like Selfridges, Harrods, Harvey Nicks etc etc there is a different pressure on you. Yeah. Um, and that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> yeah, 100%. When I look back at everything now, me working in the beauty industry in this sector was never meant to happen. This was never meant to happen. And it's just happened. I and I don't know how that. to get Yeah. I just don't know how to get out now. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what the hell? How did, I, how did I, was, I get into this? Yeah, I was the same. I just like, it was just a part-time job. And then when I, f- I was like you have finished uni and I didn't know what to do and I decided to go full-time move to London and then you just slowly start slipping deeper and deeper into the retail like world it's it's scary how quickly yeah. you can slip into it like getting promoted and stuff and then I was just I realized I was just on the complete wrong path and I didn't know what I was doing it was supposed to be a hobby and then it turned into like my full-time life yeah I, I feel like and I also feel like it's comfortability as well. Yeah. So where you know what's going on and where you know what's happening, you tend to just get stuck in that kind of um, bubble and you, you you don't look elsewhere. And I'm not saying that some people, you know, don't do it for the right reasons. Obviously, some people do do it for the right reasons and some people do enjoy it and things like mm. that. But I feel like especially because I, obviously I know that you – this was something that you never wanted to do and you did also say that to me while we were working together so you studied what did you study again at uni oh so at uni I I did um primary education but then dropped out and did um criminology and sociology so really random guys (laughs) that's a clear that's a clear example to you guys how easily you can get sucked into things like it went from being a criminology science whatever it is that she was doing science and then look at her now she's in beauty (laughs) she's like she can't even get out now do you know what I mean it's one of those things you can be doing so much at uni like even with me like where I'm doing biomed at uni and like all my friends at uni, they're just like, Aki, just do beauty full time. That's you. You're great at it. And I'm just thinking at the same time, what but I don't want to do beauty. Yeah. Like what about my degree? Like I've studied my ass off mm. <laughs> to get to this place. And now it's just like, what do I do type of thing? But I feel like retail is good in a sense where you, you figure out what you don't want to do. Yeah. If that's the right way to say it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, nope, I don't want to do this anymore. Do you know how many times I wake up, like, you know, there would be days where you would have to go into work and I'd be like, I really don't want to go in today. Oh my God, actually, like, that became my life in the end. I was like, oh, it just became too much. And I think, I, I don't know, it's hard because some women do retail for like years, the whole life, full time. They love it. The hours are great for them. I just knew my time was up and I wanted to go into more of a like office creative environment. I just didn't want to be in retail anymore. I lost my, I lost the passion completely. Just didn't want to do it. 
So what did you do after Lauder? Because obviously you left. So w- what did you do after that? So I um, basically, for like whilst I was at my the last um, department store I was in in Lauder on Oxford Street, I was constantly looking for jobs. And I just knew that I wanted to do something creative. I, I said like anything like social media. Um, I was applying for all sorts. What else was I applying for? Just any sort of like creative job. But I, I knew that I still wanted to be in the beauty industry. I didn't want to like rule it out just because of retail. I knew that there yeah. was like more I could dig into sort of things. So um, I was just applying for jobs for like, I think it was a total of a year. And by, oh, by the end of the year, I was exhausted because I just thought no one's going to give me a job anywhere. Um. And I was just like getting really bogged down by like constantly doing applica- applications, constantly doing like putting presents to- presentations together, getting nothing, spending hours doing like prepping for interviews and then getting nothing back. Um, but yeah, in the end, I went to a speed interview for um, Revolution Beauty, and and that was that was so mad because I was it was the one where I was like, do you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna get it, but it's gonna be good experience. Um, and it was like in a really bougie hotel and I turned up last because I was actually in Wales at the time on holiday well on a, on a staycation um, <laughs> and um, I saw it on Instagram and I was like I need to get back for that I want to go I want to do it so we came back early and then I like did a mad rush into London and went to it and I was so nervous at it honestly she was um, my then manager Turned, the girl who turned out to be my manager, Giles, she did my interview and I was just shaking, I was sweating. She was like, do you want water? But anyway, did that speed interview um, and it was really good. But I walked out thinking, oh my God, I'm never going to get that. And then they ended up calling me and offering it me. And that was honestly my favourite job in the whole world. It was just amazing. Um, yeah, it was so good. Um, so I was at Revolution Beauty. I was content and social assistant. Um, so it was just like, yeah, it was, it was so That's good. something you wanted to do as well, right? Oh my God, Aki, it was just like my dream job, like in, in one, like everything about it was just perfect. Like you, I got so, the role was like so complex. Um, so I got to like understand different parts of the industry, not the industry, but like that creative role, if that makes sense. So it was like yeah. half content um like a content editor's role and then half of it was like social media management so um yeah it was so good but then I obviously left to go traveling so yeah but yeah it was amazing so so what are you doing right now right now um I'm doing freelance work so freelance copywriting so oh wow that's different yeah yeah because in the in my role at revolution um part of it was writing so writing for um emails so copy for emails um blog posts social media anything any copy that was social media related um copy for um product descriptions on the website so we'd get a new product you'd have like loads of products just dumped on your desk and then you'd have to like bring them to life and talk about them and stuff like that so I loved that part of the job. That sounds fun. It was yeah. so good. Like they could have gave give me that all day and I'd just sit there writing all day. I loved it. So um whilst I was at Revolution I just started to do a bit of freelance work. Um 
it was actually for a beauty blog um a blogger that obviously didn't write her own work <laughs> um really yeah, oh wow <laughs> mad. so yeah completely mad but I wasn't going to turn it down um so I did it and then yeah and then I decided to go traveling and do some freelance work writing because I knew it was doable like I knew I could make money doing freelance work because that's what I'm doing now um but I'm also writing for um travel as well which is different but I'd much prefer doing beauty oh wow that sounds like some that sounds like you when you're saying that too I'm just like that sounds like Lois <laughs> yeah I think once, I love it. like obviously yeah. because I've known you for a while like I'm just like that sounds like you and that sounds like something up your street type of thing so what's yeah. your long-term plans like what do you want to do like obviously now you know you like you're dabbling in a bit of like travel and a bit of beauty so what what do you what's your what's your plan I don't know really it's hard because I do miss working in like an office environment obviously everything's so weird at the moment anyway I don't really know if we'll ever go back to being in offices but I do miss like being part of a team and like working yeah with like really creative people and like stuff like that so um I don't know really freelance obviously would be amazing because I'd like to go back out traveling but yeah I don't know I like freelance writing um I have thought about going into uh, freelance social media management, but I much prefer writing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, really. Just something creative that's, like, chill, that gives me a bit of freedom, in a nutshell. Yeah, definitely. In the beauty industry. <laughs> that's amazing. And I feel like you, you obviously have, like, a creative streak in you as well, which is obviously you know it says it all with your job as well and the fact that you're doing like you know freelancing and stuff like that one day you can do your own like you know your own youtube and like blogs and stuff like that and do your own instead of writing for other people you never know it could work out for you i know i do think about that but i don't know i've got that type of personality where i'd do it and i'd go hard for like three months and then i'd just flop because it exhausts me yeah. I don't know it's really weird and you've got to be like super extrovert and I'm just not yeah I think yeah. it's one of those things where um you have to like stay on it and be like you know there has to be a momentum going on because once you go like slip that's like you have to like get all that energy back and all that motivation and stuff like that and I actually did feel that way because I I had my own blog and um yeah this was like five years ago like and my blog is still there as well like five years ago I was on it I was doing posts I was like literally posting and then it got to the point where I was just like uh you know it then things started to change and I can see it within like the the blogging community how how things were more it was about false like you know promotions and so and I wasn't a part of I like I couldn't relate to that yeah do you know what I mean like there's a lot of you know there's a lot of stuff out there now where people are just you know promoting and stuff and I don't believe in stuff like that and I kind of lost my love for it because it wasn't the same anymore like back then when we when I was blogging and stuff like that it was fun and it didn't feel like too, so much pressure mm. on you. Like you just did, you just was like, oh, today I like this. I'm going to write about this or I'm going to, you know, post a picture up of this and, you know, write like a little thing about how I find it really nice or whatever. Like it was all natural. It wasn't forced. Mm. And I feel like a lot of it now is just forced. Oh my God, 100%. And yeah, 
obviously working at Revolution, we work with a lot of influencers and you could see how forced things were. So that kind of killed the magic for me a bit. But I don't know, in lockdown, I've kind of like gone through my followers and looked at who I'm following and unfollowed people that are that kind of way where it's just like pure ads, pure like sponsorships and stuff, which to be fair, you know, they need to make money. But at the same time, I want to follow like real influencers where I know that if they're telling me something's good, I know it's good. I'm going to buy it. Um, yeah. I'm a sucker for that. And I think it's important as well with influencers and stuff like that. Like you need to, you need to like use your platform. Well, you know, you need to understand that with all these like bloggers, bloggers, YouTubers and stuff like that, they have such a big platform Mm. and they need to realize that there's not just one age group type of people. There's, people from different ages and you know ethnicities and stuff like that yeah yeah and they need to be a bit more mindful about what they're posting and stuff like that because a lot of the time like you know it just sometimes just feels like a information overload like oh this is a sponsor here in your face like it's just like slamming it in your face and you're just like whoa like you know I I really don't need to like I want the reason why I'm following you or you know seeing your vlogs and stuff like that is because I'm mainly there for your personality as well as like you know the lifestyle that you are kind of living in a way where you're just like oh I can kind of relate to that and I feel like influencers have so much power and I feel like some of them do misuse their power mm-hmm. because they can they can make a change yeah and I've always been one of those type of people where I was just like if I did have a platform and if I was doing something where like you know I was like blogging or whatever like even now where I have a podcast I will use my platform well Mm. to show people that you know you don't need to have it all you don't really need to have it all you don't need to live this like kind of lifestyle that people are like shoving in your face on Instagram you know like you know sometimes it feels like that you're just like you're just shoving this down my throat yeah. <laughs> trying to like you know promote and sell things and I, I understand obviously it's their job to do that yeah. but you don't have to say yes to every single thing where you know even you know if someone's been following someone for such a long time and you look at what they're promoting and stuff sometimes I look at it and I'm just like but that's not you though and even you know that's not you yeah. <laughs> that type of thing do you know what I mean yeah and you just kind of get used to it as well. Yeah. And I feel like now it's just, I just don't follow influencers anymore because I just find it so annoying. Yeah. Like, I just don't do it anymore. I'm it's just same. It's just like corrupting your mind. Yeah. I do feel like we're coming back to a place where people are being called out for being um, certain types of ways. Like, people want to follow really, truly real people now and authentic people that, um actually like use the platform well rather than using it just as a money making thing so yeah it's like yeah shoving it down your throat type of thing yeah Yeah. I think people are starting to really realize now and also people are being called out for when they do stupid crap as an influencer (laughs) um yeah like you can't really do anything wrong now can you? you get called out as like diet prada and stuff like that so um uh, diet not diet prada estee laundry um so yeah it's it's interesting to see how it's all changed especially like over the past year and especially in the past few weeks but um yeah definitely it's like everyone's now like you know you have to you have to make sure that you know you you have a voice that 
many people listen to so use your platform well and you know there's a reason why you're called an influencer because you influence people yeah you know what I mean yeah it's one of those things where I think people need to understand that their job is way more than what they signed up for now and I think people are now starting to realize that now because there's a lot of like there's a lot of YouTubers that I know and stuff like that that I follow and stuff like that and they you know like they'll do like videos and blogs and stuff like that saying that things are not the same anymore and I'm not feeling this anymore and I don't want to be doing this anymore that type of thing there's so many people that now I think like all the old school um you know YouTubers and bloggers and stuff like that they're all just like they're not they they just can't relate to it anymore yeah you know what I mean and it's just one of those things where you have to do what you have to do obviously obviously for people it is their um their full-time job Mm -hmm. so I think it's really important that just because someone promotes it and has it and stuff like that and also guys people get these things for free okay they're not spending the money that we're gonna have to spend (laughs) so (laughs) you don't need to break your banks or anything so remember that yeah definitely it's easy to fall into that little rabbit hole of like oh this person used it and stuff like that but yeah don't you don't need to do it just because someone else is doing it yeah do what you think right by you yeah 100 percent. you know what I mean yeah there's only a few people that I follow where I'm like I really trust them I'd say like I'd probably even say like two to three influencers that I follow where I'm like hmm okay I know I know that this is good if she's talking about this and I always you can always tell can't you by like the hashtags like gifted sponsored or if it was just if it's an ad and then if it's like hashtag ad I'll be a bit more skeptical because I know that it's been purposely curated into the feed or the story but um yeah there's a few people that follow and I'll be like okay who's your favorite influencers like so who do okay. you who do you follow and who do you like one of my favorites is mel made me and um, uh, melissa's wardrobe <laughs> um i love melissa she's so i love melissa oh i love her she's just amazing i know i literally I'm, i have to like stop myself from buying whatever she's talking about because you know that she loves whatever um she posts so yeah, yeah. she's it's the hashtag mel made me do it um she does make, Mel made it. Me do make it. Sure like literally it, so. I love yeah. Melissa she's it's one of those things where like every time she posts something I'm like every time she's about to post something I'm like oh no what is she gonna post and stuff like that and it's one of those it's one of those things that you're just like oh am I gonna end up buying something that I don't I don't need but I want it now yeah, <laughs> because 100%. Mel Mel made me do it <laughs> she said the one the other day with the um she posted about the beauty blenders the sponges make yes sponges. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah this, no I saw it and I was just like do I need this <laughs> yeah no I was so tempted to get it the only thing that put me off was five pound delivery but um I am going to order them because I've seen so many good things about it but yeah it was just like every this little company was um I can't remember the name of the woman that owns it um but yeah this she posted about it and then it was just like the woman who owned it was like, oh my God, I don't know what's going on with the website. I don't know how to cope. Da, da, da. And it just like, there, there was just orders flying in. So yeah, that's where I, that's where I love influencers like that do stuff like that to help yeah. small businesses. Um, she is literally what you call the epitome of 
an influencer. Yeah. She is phenomenal. Yeah. Like, literally, I can't say enough about this girl. Like, literally, she literally, she can post, guys, she can post something in a second and then within a minute, it's all sold out. Yeah. That is Mel's influence. That is what you call an influencer because yeah. I can't be dealing with influencers that are just posting stuff and then they're doing it half-heartedly. But Mel... When she posts something, you know it's good shit. Yeah. And you're just like, you're ready at your phone just thinking, okay, she's going to post something. <laughs> Let me quickly go and get it type of thing. Yeah. But there's been a few times where like Mel has posted something and I was just like, oh, I really want to get it. Like, I think, what was it that she she posted? And I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to try this out. I don't know what it was. Was it beauty or it fashion? It was um, beauty, actually. It was... Um, what was it? I don't even remember what it was, but Not the Zara she's, candle. She's no. no, because I, I'm a candle hoarder, so I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't try that yet. I did, I'm surprised I didn't end up buying candles. But no, um, there's it was the La Roche Posay um, oh, SPF fifteen. No. no, I think that's an, that's that's another one as well. She had a, the lip balm, the cyto cytoplast balm or something. Yeah. I got that as well. Yeah. I got that as well because she posted about that. <laughs> and then she also posted about the SPF 50. And I was like, oh my God, this sounds like something up my street and stuff like that. And then another one, um, the uracin anti-pigmentation thing. Those are the things that I got that Mel recommended. And obviously I went based on the fact that, okay, this, this looks like something I will, I need and I, I feel like I need to use it and stuff like that. So those are the ones that I got and I actually, they're the best. Yeah. They're the best, literally. The girl the girl knows what she's talking oh about. My God, 100%. So, I love that SPF. It's one of my favourites. But she is like, she, you know as well that she won't talk about something if she doesn't love it. If she doesn't even like it, she won't even mention it. She'll just be like, or if she gets something that's gifted Definitely. and she doesn't like it, she'll tell you as well, which is good. I love that. We need to know what's good and what's not because it's our money at the end of the day. So it's all like honest reviews and stuff like that. Yeah. So what is your next influencer? Um, I'd probably say Bambi does beauty. Um, so she, I don't know if you follow her. She works at um. Let me see what she does. I'll get her Instagram profile up. I think she works at Glamour. I think she's a beauty. Um, but she's been blogging for ages. She's a beauty columnist at Glamour. Um, and she's a model as well um oh. yeah she's just one of them where again I'll just buy whatever she posts really <laughs> okay. um but she's so informative especially like with skincare and stuff um and I find it really hard to find people that are informative with skincare and like consistent and isn't all gifted and ads and sponsored so yeah she's really good and her feed is very like you know what's coming up so she'll she'll post like yeah. empties all the time she'll post like q a's skin tips um she's just very on it so she's definitely one to follow um especially if you've yeah. got skin concerns she's amazing and is that is there another influencer that you have um I, off the top of my head they're my two favorites um mel and l bambi um don't really know if I have any more. My best friend is actually an influencer. She's really she's she's got a great platform. Um, she's Afro. Club. What's her name? Throw the plug yeah. in so we can all follow her. Um, Afro. Throw the plug in. Well, let's come out. Lois is best friend, guys. What's her name? Um, Afro Afro Glory underscore. Um, 
her account has grown in the past few weeks from like 4,000 to 7,000. She's, but she's very like niche in what she posts, but she's so good. I love her. And she is, she is my best friend as well. So, um, but no, I still like, even though she's my best friend, I'll still be like, Ooh, what's this? Oh, definitely. I'll definitely check her out yeah. once we're done. I, I love following influencers. I'll definitely have to say Mel by far yeah. is my favorite influencer. I love her. Yeah. And do you know what? She's, She's just like a breath of fresh air. She gives me life. Like, guys, if you don't follow Melissa, you need to follow her. I think, what's her name? On um, Melissa's wardrobe, I think. But she's, um, so she's obviously a fashion stylist, but at the minute, it's a feed's a bit different, but I love it. It's just like more at home stuff. It's really good. Yeah. So she's, um, she also is, I think she's Stormzy's stylist yeah. as well. Yeah. So she like, dresses him up and stuff like that so yeah definitely follow her guys um her name's melissa's wardrobe i'm pretty sure every if you don't follow her i don't know where you've been but okay cool (laughs) (laughs) and um i have to say as well like there's also another one um influencer that i've been following since actually day one which is amelia liana oh i don't know her let me have a look what's her amelia liana um it's just amelia liana and um, I just love the fact that she, she's just, she looks like one of those genuine type of people that, you know, posts whatever she wants to post. It's not forced. Obviously, she does have like a few sponsored yeah, posts yeah. and stuff like that. And she, she does like have um, high fashion stuff and also like high street stuff. So it's like high end and also like street fashion as well. So it's just really nice. So I really like them. And I think that's the only two as well. Like I'm very picky with my influencers because I don't like it when I'm seeing certain people just like shove things down my throat. And I just, yeah, it's just one of those type of things. But trust me, those two are one of my favourites. I do like them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's it with influencers wise. Yeah, influencers is like a whole other podcast isn't it like it's just crazy the world of influencers yeah we talk about it all day we'll probably then. yeah we can definitely we'll we'll do another episode that way we can get Lois back on here <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll lure her back in to talk about something else yeah. so I know that you have had trouble with your skin yeah yeah massively. um yeah you've never hidden it and I actually that's one thing I love about you is the fact that you just kept it real yeah and um guys you need to follow Lois on her Instagram as well like she posts such amazing like things and like skincare products and stuff like that that's helped her but you you did have acne right yeah yeah so I had it from like the age of I want to say like 19 or 20 to I'd say up until about last year um and it's under control now like my skin's really good did you so like obviously acne is a very um sensitive topic for a lot of girls and guys um and for me I started having a breakout um I want to say that I started having a breakout when I was in sixth form and then it just got worse progressively Mm. as the years went by and I think it was at its all-time high when I was at university. Yeah, me too. Yeah. When I went to, like, you know, I literally, and also 
I was one of those type of people where I was trying everything and I think that's the mistake a lot of people do which is trying everything because you just want something to to work yeah and um for me like literally I had to strip my whole skincare routine down and went to naturals and like plant-derived products and then just like literally stripped the whole skincare routine yeah and then I also went to my GP as well um and said to them like I'm breaking out I don't know what's going on and at that point I thought is it like acne and stuff like that and my GP was just like this is all um due to stress and your skin's breaking out Mm -hmm. So she was like, one thing you need to do is calm down a bit. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> obviously said that, done, helped, that helped. It. Yeah, easier said than done. And I think especially when you're at university and things like that, you are always naturally a stress head. You're always walking yeah. around stressed, like there's like a pile of weight on your shoulders. You know, like the world's weight is on your shoulder when you're at uni type of thing. Yeah. So that was literally me. I was like a walking, talking stress bot. Yeah. And... Yeah. Only until recently, like you have just said, last year, I think, same with me, I have just got it under control. Yeah. And it was so bad. And I feel like it's difficult when you have skin issues and it affects you in so many ways, like confidence-wise. Oh, my God, 100%. Um, It's awful. Like, I would always get so nervous to, like, I would always get so scared to, like, walk around with nothing on my face. Like... I would be like, I'm breaking out. Do I wear makeup or do I not wear makeup? Do, if I put makeup on, will it aggravate it even more? Yeah. If I don't wear makeup, then is it gonna is still going to be the same that it is? Yeah. And it's so hard as well because I don't know about you, but did you sometimes feel like there's an overload of information that you get and you're just like, okay, this person's recommending me this and this person's recommending mm-hmm. me that. And then you just end up spending so much. Yeah and investing so much money in certain products and then you just get left like feeling like this isn't this doesn't even flipping work yeah I'm being yeah Yeah, like what the fuck did I even do this type of thing yeah and it and it's so hard as well yeah it annoys me because a lot of brands know that acne is such a like they know people with acne will spend money as well and it's it's heartbreaking because they'll just target the product saying this is a miracle product this does that this does that and it's it really doesn't um yeah but the main thing with my skin so I forgot to say I'm 20 nearly 27 now so I must have had it for like six years I think acne um maybe five six years um and it was cystic it was like grade three cystic acne like GPs dermatologists I went everywhere um long story short I was on all these different antibiotics um tried everything the last resort was Rakitane, but I didn't want to go on it because of like I didn't I didn't for mental health reasons like I've heard so many horrific stories about it yeah so it just got to the point where I was just like like f this like can I swear <laughs> no yeah yeah you can swear I was so angry um yeah I didn't I just I was like why am I constantly pumping antibiotics into my skin um into my body to fix my yeah. skin when it's clearing it up but then it'll come back and it'll come back and it'll be worse than what it was so I was just like in this vicious cycle and I was like no I'm gonna do it on my own now I'm not listening to anyone's advice any any doctor's advice because you'd go to the doctors as well like your regular GP and obviously they don't specialize in um they're not necessarily trained in dermatology or skin related issues so they were just um like 
um what's the word they were just like giving me anything um yeah just prescribing you with yeah, whatever yeah basically or I would go to see a dermatologist and I was on the wait the wait list for six months and, and I was like oh my god everything's gonna be sorted when I see this guy I'm so excited got there and he just gave the worst advice ever like telling me to use like Nivea SPF and I just walked out like heartbroken that what yeah the hell? so I just got to the point where I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna learn and I'm gonna find out what's going on in my body so I did that and it was a long process like I'm only I'm still learning now what's going on with my body and it's it's definitely I I everyone's got their own different views and opinions but for me it's internal it's gut related it's um vitamin deficiency related health just like water sleep it's for me it's definitely my health obviously skincare products do massively help but yeah I just got to the point where I was just sick of using antibiotics, contraception, um, whatever, just to to try and cure it when really there was obviously something wrong in my body that was affecting my skin because... There's more to it than what they're saying, basically. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, why is... Yeah, I just didn't want to keep relying on antibiotics to fix it or even worse, contraception. Like, the amount of contraception they put me on that I didn't even want to be on yeah. to try and fix my skin... And then I'd, I'd get other health um, effects from it as well. So, yeah, I just got so angry and I was just like, I'm going to sort it out myself. And I'm glad I did because obviously it's easier said than done and it's not the same for everyone. Some people need to go on antibiotics for it or need certain lotions and prescriptions for it. But I, I am glad that I took the time to learn about myself and my body and my skin to fix it. Yeah. So what did you? So what did you do? Like, obviously just a hearsay here guys everyone's body and everyone's skin is different so what did you do Lois to help your acne and what did you think what did you think that worked and what did you like take out of your I don't know like your day-to-day life like what was it like was it any foods or was it like certain type of skincare products makeup what was it what did you do to like help your skin um to get to the place where it is right now so obviously I was at a point of despair like my skin was horrendous like I didn't even want to go outside I remember crying to my mum in the car because I didn't want to get out of the car once like it was so bad so I was at the point of despair so I was just like reading it was like what you're saying before like there is an overload of information on the internet you don't know what's what's right what's wrong so I was researching loads so I would do stupid stuff to begin with like randomly cutting out tomatoes randomly cutting out like like oh just random stuff like yeah tomatoes and Mm. whatever um and doing pointless stuff so yeah so the main thing was research but then I started to like cut out um meat so the first thing I did was cut out meat because well for other reasons as well but I was just like I've wanted to do this for ages I'm going to cut it out um and then I cut out dairy obviously dairy is does have a massive link to acne and and other issues as well but I've cut out dairy um and that was a massive difference for me. And, and actually, like, within a month, I noticed the, the acne on my forehead started to clear up. Um, Just that one area, really. Um, And I was, like, doing all this stuff, like, face mapping, like, trying to understand which part of my acne was, like, connected to what. And, um, But, yeah, it then I started to um just sort my lifestyle out, really, because, obviously, I was like you. I was at uni, not sleeping much, drinking loads, eating junk yeah. food, probably not even drinking a drop of water all day. <laughs> 
Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that I had skin problems. Um. So yeah, I just got my I, when I left uni, I was just like sleeping, trying to get my routine right, trying to drink water, sort my diet out, less dairy. Um. Skincare was just like another like whirlwind of trying to understand that but yeah main things I would like if anyone's struggling now I'd just say like go back to basics with skincare um like what yeah. you were saying there's no point going out there buying like a seven step system that's supposed to clear acne overnight because it won't work um yeah I think with these type of things um sorry to interrupt yeah yeah you. It's, um, it's trial and error isn't it like you'll never know until yeah, do it yourself you will yeah you will never know it's one of those type of things where I realized as well like where I was having breakouts and stuff like that and when I was like it was so bad I would get scarring Mm. a lot of scarring as well so that was like another added thing onto my issues which was like okay so my skin looks like a flipping crunch bar (laughs) and then on top of that (laughs) I've got the scarring I know I've got my scarring and it was just so annoying and I was just like oh my god this is like my worst nightmare coming to reality but on my face like literally that's how bad it was and then it got to the point where I was just like okay you know what I'm literally stripping everything off so I literally now the routine I have is so basic and so simple and it does the trick and it's so effective all I use is a cleanser a toner a serum a face cream and an eye cream five things that's it yeah literally don't get sucked in to these things do not be adding all sorts just to make just to think a miracle is going to happen as well like it's not going to happen and especially when it comes to scarring and acne and you know problematic skin these things take time like for Lois it's taken over six years for me it's taken over five years Mm. so probably even longer I don't even remember when it started kicking off but this was when I was in sixth form yeah so definitely over five years I've been having problematic skin although mine was not as bad it was just like random spots on the cheeks on my forehead and stuff like that it was just so annoying and it gets to the point where you're so frustrated so I can only like understand where you're coming from as well because it really does make you feel like what am I doing wrong because that frustrates you even more because you're just like I just want a solution to this problem and when you don't have a solution to it you just think okay so this product says and like adult acne or this says helps with blemishes and this says this and this you're just basically piling on so much product onto your skin that even your skin can't even like take in what you're putting in because you're just doing an overload your skin is doing like an overload yeah so it needs to be like for me it just worked like plain simple try to be natural as possible and cut out a lot of like acids and stuff like that and also I realized as well like there was a there was a time where I did a chemical pill and that was the worst thing I've ever done in my life because that chemical pill broke me out more than the broke the breakouts I already had Mm. that's how bad it did it get because I get better after or did it did it it get worse no i it just got worse yeah. and my skin was so obviously like with chemical pills your skin does get dry but my skin was so dry and like it was literally it wasn't nice it was just like obviously you know your skin yeah. more better than anyone but my skin was so dry and you know like I was having spots the ones that are just risen and there's no white head and when you touch it it's just like sore to touch mm. like that's how bad it got yeah so 
I, all I will say is don't get stuck sucked into these like these dermatologists and stuff like that because bear in mind this is their job guys their job is to sell you stuff and do all this stuff as well so save your money save your money and like you know try go natural first before you do all these other stuff because most of the time it's just you overdoing it and also another thing I don't know about you Lois but for me one thing I definitely saw that changed my life around fully and I've been doing it for over like yeah a year like me coming to two years I've been taking vitamins yeah yeah 100% I yeah I have to like I went through a phase where I ran out of vitamins for like when I came back from travel and I didn't really have much with me and oh my god the difference in my skin I was like I need to get back on the supplements and the vitamins and obviously trying to get it in my diet as well but it is hard to get all the vitamins you need in your diet like I try really hard every day but there's certain things like vitamin d3 you don't get that from the sun at the minute because look at the weather it's a load of crap so um vitamin d3 yeah. is amazing um but yeah what do you take what what are your vitamins that you take oh my god i'm literally a vitamin holder <laughs> i'm looking at them right I now am. i've got mine i've got them all lined up <laughs> i've got them all lined up as well so okay let me let me just grab my vitamins guys so i can like tell you what i have and i will just you know do the most that I can so I take my multi-vite and um the one that I have um I would definitely recommend this to people if they are looking into going into vitamins and stuff like that it's the Boots Pharmaceuticals multivitamin um gummies oh yeah and there's there's 13 here so you take one a day this one's really good because it has um folic acid in it Mm. and it also has biotin so those are like a lot of multivits don't have um, folic acid so this is really good so I'll definitely recommend this to people if they want like something you know like women especially folic acid is good and um, I've also I'm taking um, vitamin d my vitamin d is extremely low like it was so low to the point that my gp was like your vitamin d is abysmally low And they were just like, you need to take vitamins every vitamin D every day because it was so bad that I had to like, at one point I was taking 16,000 IU a day. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how low it was. Yeah, it was that bad. Like they were just like, it's low. And I was so tired as well. And that explained it as well. Um, so at the moment I'm taking the Vita, Bi- I can't even speak, Vita Biotics Ultra Vitamin D, which is 2000 units. This is the highest that I have found, which is 2,000 units. Um, So if anyone finds anything else higher than 2,000, let me know. So at the moment, I'm taking two of these a day. Wow. So, yeah, it makes a difference. I also am taking calcium and magnesium. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I used to take them. So good. I sound like a drug (laughs) user. Shaking your tablets. (laughs) Shaking my tablets, like, woo! Um, I'm also... Yeah, I also am taking vitamin C, mm-hmm. which is really good. It helps with like fatigueness and tiredness because cysts be tired every day. Um, I'm also am taking chromium, which helps um, maintenance of normal blood glucose yeah, levels. Yeah, heard about Apparently that. It's really yeah. good. So I'll be taking that. I also take evening primrose oil. Yeah, and I also take um, as you can hear the drawers out <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I feel like I'm there just watching you just get all these out 
And I also am taking cod liver oil plus omega-3 um, capsules. Oh my god, omega-3 for the skin is insane. I've seen such insane. a difference. And when I say to you guys, it sounds like a lot, but trust me, it's done wonders to my skin. Yeah. And obviously drinking a lot of water. Like I, if I don't drink the amount of water that I normally drink, my skin feels so dry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll definitely recommend that. Mm. What about you? What do you take? I just did like a whole like pharmaceutical type of thing where I'm just like, yeah, so this is what I take and this is what I take. <laughs> what do you take? Um, so I take, I've taken things that I don't really need to take anymore. But now at the minute, like day to day, I take, I've got a multivitamin. Um, this is a really good one. It's from Holland and Barrett and it's a vegan one, um, which I think is purely a marketing thing. But it's the only one that I found that's actually got everything in. There's also some really okay. good ones on Amazon, which are, are like a year's supply for like £18. And the um, vitamins it's got in it are all like amazing and all really good, um, have really good percentage of your, your NRV. Um, yeah. So this has got like your iron in it, your folic acid, B12, um, A, D, E, C. It's got everything in it, zinc. Um, so that's got everything in that because I am definitely iron deficient um yeah I mean I've not been to a doctor but I've got all the symptoms of it so I have to take that every day um I'm taking biotin at the minute which isn't skin related but my hair has been thinning in lockdown it's really weird so I've just been taking biotin yeah and you know like I've I've got hair like yours like quite thick so it's really weird for me but yeah yeah and then vitamin d3 I take that um and then I've got omega-3 like a vegan one because um, mm-hmm. obviously when you veggie or vegan, if you don't eat fish, you're not really going to get your omega-3 in. And then yeah. I take, um, sometimes I take magnesium powder, magnesium um, citrate powder at night time, but that's purely to help with um, uh, my muscle, relaxing my muscles, like because I've got teeth, my grinding teeth at night, it's really annoying. Um, oh really, does that help with... Um stopping your teeth growing yeah well apparently so and I've not noticed that I've been doing it as much so I've got a powder apparently magnesium citrate is the best and it also helps with like um hormone imbalance and stuff like that so apparently this is all what I've, oh, wow. I was watching a, a live Q&A in lockdown with a nutritionist and I was like order <laughs> um <laughs> sounds great yeah so I take that just with water at night time and then I've got probiotics as well probiotics been the biggest thing I think that's helped with my skin they're so good um are they good yeah I think if you know that your like skin issues are gut related which I think a lot of people's are really but um yeah it just I think I had um almost like an imbalance in my gut where obviously I could eat like the healthiest food and my body wasn't absorbing all the nutrients from it um Mm. so it's just getting your gut balance right and probiotics help with that but um I mean I'm not a nutritionist so I don't know everyone's different so I'd love to have the money to just go go to a nutritionist and get a test done and see what I'm actually deficient in I'd love that but I've not got like 500 quid to splash about so um yeah probiotics are amazing these are all just from like Holland and Barrett or Amazon um yeah definitely there's like there's so many places where you can get these Amazon um also I go on Vita Biotics as well they're really good and then obviously the usual Holland and Barrett yeah. boots and stuff like that so I, I definitely would recommend um 
vitamins and stuff like that I, I mean like before you go down the route of trying everything also try try the you know simple skincare and vitamins as well maybe that that's another thing but obviously if you have really really severe you know acne and it's just not going away then the only solution for you guys is like go to go down the medical route then obviously you've got to do, do what that as well do. yeah yeah you got to do yeah. you know like if it's if it's something that you feel that it's not working for you then you just have to do whatever you can yeah. and I think it's important as well I think a lot of people don't talk about these type of things and I think we need to normalize the conversation of like you know it's okay not to have you know that flawless airbrush skin because I'm telling you all these celebrities and whatever else they're all you know airbrushing everything they don't have the best skin as well so don't worry you know so I think it's just one of those things yeah make sure you just follow like inspirational people on Instagram like I always follow girls that like will post pictures of bare skin like acne all of that it just makes me feel good when I see it I'm like oh she knows she's she's suffering as well like it's yeah you just need to um follow the right people definitely and I think it's important as well to you know don't follow people that make you feel like ah shit afterwards because that's not what you should be feeling like you know not everybody's perfect and all these influences and stuff like that even Beyonce has her bad days okay so don't think that these people aren't having their bad days as well before we go I wanted to ask you what are your top five beauty products that you can't live without oh my god okay oh crap top five okay number one is um the ordinary salicylic acid two percent oh it's sold out at the minute like they've apparently they're (laughs) updating the formula um so I can't get hold of it but honestly like whenever I break out if I just use that it I've never used a product that helps my skin so much it's amazing so it's a salicylic acid which will help to gently exfoliate your skin and helps with um blemishes blackheads all that kind of stuff but it's the only thing that's really worked on my skin and I, when I went traveling, I ran out and I had to order it from like a Vietnamese um, beauty website because I was like, I can't live without it. I was starting to break out without it. Oh. So um, definitely that. Um, hopefully it comes back in stock soon. Really I, I think I've tried it before and I really liked it as yeah. well. I tried that and the niacinamide. Yeah, 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 yeah. Niacinamide and yeah. zinc. Is it niacinamide and zinc? Yeah. yeah I use that. I well. use that. I feel like the salicylic, for some reason, it just worked better on my skin. But again, it's trial and error, yeah. isn't it, really? But that's my top one. Can't live without that. Mm-hmm. Second one, I'd say... Um, I'd say the CeraVe? Um, Cera I don't know how to say it. The French. CeraVe? Yeah. The French one. Yeah, yeah, their um, hydrating cleanser is insane. I've heard many things about that. I need to try oh my God, it. Just get it you won't regret it it's so good I feel like it would everyone would love it it's just such a gentle non-stripping cleanser um like for me personally foaming cleansers just don't work so I use this as my cleanser not my makeup remover though it won't take your makeup off um but makeup remover um this would be my third product um is the super drug vitamin e cleanser hot polish cleanser Oh, so it's basically like a dupe of Liz Al yeah. hot cup. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. But without the cool. um 
I from the Lazil one, I don't like the the essential oils in it and the fragrance. It irritates my skin. So this is just such okay. a great like cheap high street product, and I go I'll buy it in bulk when I see it as well. Um, and it sells out all the time. Um, okay. and it just takes everything off. Like obviously, I still wear double wear, and it takes that off. Um, yeah. which is really hard to get. Off. So that's number three. Yeah. Number four, I'd say um I love the um Glossier solution. Um, I use that like twice a week. Um, what is the solution? Is it just like a toner, or is it a serum, or what is it? So it's like an exfoliating tone uh, toner. So it's got AHA, BHA, and PHA in it. Um, oh, okay. So it's an exfoliating tonic, and it's designed for more sensitive skin. So they've put PHA in it, which is better for um, people that struggle with like stronger acids. So. I use that two to three times a week. And oh my God, the glow the next day. Like if I've got breakouts, they're minimized. Like it's not harsh. It's not one of those harsh exfoliating toners where it all irritate your skin. It just, yeah. Cause obviously with a lot of acne and stuff, it's a lot of it is like trapped dead skin and bacteria. So you need to just kind of like exfoliate and renew. Um. So yeah, I love that. Like I know that when I wake up the next morning, my skin will look like 10 times better. It's so good um and then that was number four I'd say number five I need to think about this carefully because it's going to be number five um oh I don't know I'd say um, I was going to pick an eye cream but to be honest I wouldn't pick an eye cream it's my top five I'm more bothered about the skin um I love at the minute and I've been using this recently the Dermalogica retinol um clearing oil it's so oh that sounds nice yeah um it was gifted but I think I'll definitely buy it it's expensive though it's like 60 quid or something but it's one of them where I would buy it um oh actually no I'll change it so um (laughs) the ordinary um I love that product but if I had to choose one it'd be the ordinary um squalane um um if you've got like oily breakout prone skin it's just really good for hydrating but without feeling like heavy and greasy it just gives you a beautiful glow and just like instantly hydrates it's so good so you mentioned your five obviously skincare yeah what about beauty oh like makeup and stuff makeup oh do you know what i don't even think about makeup anymore because i haven't worn it in so long like i i wear it (laughs) i wear it like once a week if i well i haven't in lockdown but now i'm starting to like see friends a bit more i've been wearing it but okay so makeup obviously number one is double wear like without without a doubt yeah um i love double wear. i could talk about this all day to people like it gets me gassed i love it so much (laughs) um it's just like the ultimate foundation isn't it yeah it's the best foundation ever um uh, we're not we're not even saying that because we work no no it is it is is. (laughs) it's so good I will use that till I'm like 80 I swear to yeah, god it's um, one of those ones that it's just a cult yeah 100% um ooh this is hard this is really hard maybe MAC strobe cream ooh. I do like MAC but I'm trying to find a dupe for it I'm trying to be a bit more like conscious of who I'm buying from so yeah. I don't really want to buy from MAC anymore to be honest but Max Strobe Cream is the bomb, and I'm sure I'll find something like it, but it is hard. Um, apparently, the Kevin Aquan glass primer is very similar, but I've not tried it. Um, 
yeah, I'll use Max Strobe Cream Day Today. What's another one? I'd say the... I'd say the Chanel Universal Bronzer. Apparently, they're bringing out more shades in it as well, which is good because it's not universal. Um, <laughs> like, you definitely couldn't use it. <laughs> so... Um, well, I've heard many amazing things about that. So if they do bring out new colours, that would be really nice to see. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a really beautiful creamy bronzer. It just looks so nice on. Um, um Another one is... Um, I think the Revolution Pro um, foundation drops um, are insane. They're only like £7. Um, but they're like a really dewy satin finish and sometimes I'll mix a little bit with double wear um but recently I've just been using them on my on its own with a bit of translucent powder and it just gives like the most beautiful it's a bit like double wear water fresh very similar but Ooh. better coverage and longer lasting I'd say and they're so cheap like I think like six seven pounds um you like a good old you know bargain buy. yeah bargain yeah um love those how many am I now? Three? Was that only three? Four. Four. Okay. Um, Revolution Pro Eyebrow Pencil. Um, it's like a really skinny, fine pencil, a bit like the Brow Wiz Anastasia Beverly Hills. Oh, is um, it? Oh my god! I love so that. Good. I love yeah, um, Anastasia you're... Beverly Hills Brow Wiz. So if that's the case, I will be checking that out. <laughs> um. So it's a Revolution Pro brow pencil and it's very like weighty, you know, where you can feel the weight in it so you get really good control. Yeah, it's six pounds. Um, but they've just launched Revolution XX and they've got a very similar one in there and apparently it's just like, it's just as good. Like, so I would really want to try that one next time. Definitely. Um, last, last product. Um, I'd probably say um, I'd probably say like Glossier um, Balm dot com. Oh, I, I love, love them. them. I love them. Yeah, I have the coconut one, and it's so nice. Oh, I love coconut. It's so good. Just over a bit of lip liner. So nice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's it. I'm not really a makeup gal at the minute. I've kind of stopped wearing it. In Quarantine has made us non makeup girls. Like the other day, I was looking at my brows, and I was thinking that yeah, I can't be bothered. <laughs> They're like no. literally slugs right now. So, but it's good though because I've been using this time to like put growth serums on, not pluck them. It's been really good for that. Yeah, but, um, definitely. Just yeah, like to... skin like refresh and stuff like that. Letting your skin breathe after such a long time is so good. Maybe in a way, it's a blessing in disguise for us as well. Like we're letting our skin yeah. breathe and stuff like that yeah definitely but yeah thank you so much for coming on my podcast it's... oh thank you for having me it was so fun I could talk all day to you it's so good I know I can't wait we're definitely gonna have you back on here oh, um, it was so nice to have you and you know thank you so much and yeah thank yeah. you next time we'll we'll probably if if you guys want us to talk more in depth about i don't know skincare products and stuff like that let us know you know and we'll we'll definitely talk more into it and lois is there any plugs you want to put on yourself like what do Um, you want people to know not really i mean you can you you can always like follow me on instagram i'll I'll follow you back if you guys have come from here and 
um yeah. if you've got any questions about skin related stuff i mean I, i'll be honest I, i've i've been a bit like crap with social media and stuff recently and also with everything going on i just feel like beauty is a bit of a yeah um like a materialistic thing at the minute like in the, on the spectrum of things but um yeah if you go on my instagram you can see my my skin and what it was like if you've got any questions i'll happily help and drop you some recommendations and stuff yeah definitely oh, it's lowish lowish jade still <laughs> <laughs> don't worry guys I'll put, it all, I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll put it all down in the link and i'll also put um lois's friends and you know all the influencers that we talked about their links at the bottom as well if you wanted to give them a follow as well but yeah thank you so much lois it was so oh, nice to have you, you. and no, i'm so nice happy yeah you know like I'm so happy that you once again you came on here and hopefully next time we can talk about more things yeah definitely thank you lovely you're welcome and that's all for today guys thanks bye bye